0: Podcast episode. This is episode 12, and today we are calling this episode The Philosophy Behind All the Music Things. You've heard me talk about all the things on my Make Music Income channel a lot on my videos. We talk about it here in the podcast the fact that you need to be doing all the things that you can to make music income. But today we're going to go behind that a little bit and talk about. What that means and the philosophy that says you shouldn't do all the things you should concentrate on one great thing. And so we're going to be talking about the, the good and the bad about both of those today and, and maybe how they go together. And so we'll talk about that, but first I'm going to hand it over to my partner, Steve and Steve, what's been going on, man? A lot.
1: A lot. All, uh, hashtag <laughs> all the things have been going on uh <laughs> another busy week which is good busy is good uh so yeah what what do we got here i got a little list in front of me at three uh three submissions were f- forwarded uh for the taxi brief for the guitar underscores which is a nice little bit of you know validation i guess which is cool um still working on the cinematic folk album you know, uh, the, the bigger picture, uh, hopefully hopefully, maybe 10 or 12 songs, uh, which I'll eventually um, throw around, pitch, see who takes them. Um, but that's, yeah, nice little bit of progress from Taxi. So that's cool. Um, demand for the MIDI packs from Production Music Tools has, like, skyrocketed since the beginning of this year. Um it, it's not a lot of money uh, for for me every month, but it's become significant. Uh, it went from you know the occasional selling one pack, two packs a month, to now selling uh, you, you know quite a few. Uh, it's probably you know a few in the range of a few hundred bucks a month uh, for me now, which is cool because I, I don't really know where that traffic is coming from. Uh, it might just be like more Google searches or like the I, I don't know, but uh, it's it's nice to see, and I wanted to put it out on the podcast today. Um, that uh, I'm officially looking to hire music producers to help me create these MIDI packs. If anyone out there is interested uh, in doing that, um, you can hit me up over email at steven at uh, productionmusictools.com, and we can talk about a deal. Um, I, I have a generous offer, uh, and <clears throat> I've I'm kind I'm, of running I'm looking,
0: out. I'm looking for work, by the way.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I've run out of time to to work on. on Let me them. put that
0: on my list. <laughs> Got That's... hired by Steve.
1: <laughs> well, I need some piano, uh, some piano progressions, man. So you're the okay. man for that. Uh, right. <laughs> but if anyone's interested, uh, just hit me up and uh, we can we can talk more about it. So uh, yeah, submitted a ton of back catalog to Motion Array. Uh, yesterday, some corporate stuff, some hip-hop stuff, uh, hopefully uh, that goes through. Um, and also, I officially signed up with Identify, uh, so I am oh, now yes. in the Content ID system officially. Uh, I got my first couple of tracks in there, I'm committing them to the stock libraries. Um, identify really uh, the way I see it is they really couldn't make the upload process any easier. It's, it's just super simple. Um, I was worried it was going to be like a big headache, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's easy, man. So like hopefully building, you know, taking the first steps to building some, uh, some passive income down the road, um, there. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Oh yeah. A film I scored almost two and a half years ago, I think is finally being released today this evening um at the victoria film festival here in canada it's called um it's called islands it's directed by my friend darren uh um so big shout out to him and the whole crew who put that uh put that together um the release was put on hold because of of covid and it's been yeah it's been surreal that it's like finally coming out Today, So uh, that's that's a good feeling and it kind of makes me feel like things are kind of moving back to uh, normal over here in Canada as well. So that's cool. Uh, Maybe I'll throw the we can throw the link to the trailer in the podcast notes if anyone wants to take a look at it. And I think it will be available to the public in a a couple of weeks from now. Um, In other news, uh, premium beat turned me down. I sent them uh, I think it was five uh, lo-fi hip hop tracks. Um, And they got back to me the next day and said that uh, they weren't looking for that kind of, uh, you know, that style. Or they didn't need any music in that kind of, you know, uh, genre at the moment. But that the quality, it wasn't about the quality uh, of the submission. Uh, It was a really just short, simple uh, response. And I was kind of shocked by how how quickly they got back to me. But uh, there you go. If anyone is thinking about, uh, you know, sending lo-fi hip-hop tracks to premium beat, that's maybe something to keep in mind and um yeah in the academy uh we have uh, a monthly challenge are you going to be take, taking part in this monthly challenge to create yes
0: i can't wait that's going to be fun
1: i'm excited about it too i haven't started and i really should because i i think, <laughs> I think it's going to expose just how uh, much i rely on my fancy plugins and libraries uh <laughs> because the challenge is to create a track Using nothing but the stock sounds and plugins from uh, from whatever DAW that you use. In my case, and that will be logic, logic for both of us. That'll be yeah. Logic for both of us, which I think is Logic pro- probably is the easiest um, or the mm-hmm. best option for for this challenge. But that being said, I'm so used to using the libraries that I you know I use all the time that I'm I, I'm really I feel like I'm going to struggle <laughs> on this challenge. But it'll be fun. Um, that's what a, a good challenge is all about. So uh, <clears throat> one last thing to uh, one last thing to uh, to share with everyone is that I've created a, a Spotify playlist um, for uh, the Make Music Income uh, podcast. We already have uh, you know a bunch of uh, of tunes on there. We got some of my tunes, Eric's tunes, uh, as well as some folks in the Discord, uh, some members from the Academy, and we're we're gonna update it every every Monday. And so if you know if you want to send us uh, your Spotify links, uh, we'd be happy to share your work, and it'll just be uh, yeah, I don't know, something fun. To add to the, uh, you know, it'll be it'll be your soundtrack to making uh, music income every week. That's cool, very cool. Well, is that that's, all, Steve? Good lord, that's it. that's, that's <laughs> a lot of
0: stuff. Um, so yeah. and and what's interesting in that is there's good and bad. There's there's yeah. victories and losses exactly, you know? and um exactly. that's happened to me this week too. I I my losses were where your victories were. Uh, I I was not. Uh, oh, you also had a victory that you can't talk about, so that's really cool, too. I can't talk so, about some victories, yeah. Yeah. But um, so I my victory, my loss was in I, – I didn't have any forwards this week uh, out of two, uh, zero of two. But um, I have another one that I just put up last night. My problem is – I gotta quit making these the same day that it's due.
1: <laughs> well, it's, I, I, I well, I don't know. I don't know. Or I finishing mean, it the day it's due. You the know, idea is I to just, do them quickly, right? So I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's if it's if it, it's still a win in terms of like you got a track done. So well, you think it's about it that a win
0: way. because one of them is a percussion thing that I'm building into a full album to pitch. So I'm excited right. about when that's, that album has ten or more songs on it. I'm gonna pitch that sucker, cool. and I might even use that in some other library to To get a new library, you know, okay. because it's very good. It's just for whatever reason, it wasn't what they were looking for on, on the on the pitch and uh, at Taxi. And then another one uh, has already been accepted into at least five of my or six of my stock libraries, so cool. that's okay. Um, and, yeah. and again, it's more stuff for Motion Array. It's more stuff for Pond Five and all those other things. Um, and, yeah. and the other part is that I have, have since 2022 has begun, I have found about six new stock libraries to, talk, to try to play with and experiment with, just like I did last year with things like Dreams, Time, and motion, Music Grid, and a lot of ones that I didn't make any or much from, but mm-hmm. I experimented with them. I put music up to them and just let it sit there and see what happened. And I think you have to do that with all these to see if they're going to do anything. So yeah. I'm going to go over those in a video coming up talking about five new things that I'm doing for 2022 to make music income. Yeah, well, but, we, we
1: don't know where the next gravy train is going to come from. right? No, we and don't. and there's the, there's, there's, there will be another one at some point. And
0: each one of them is a completely different animal as far as how to upload to them. And, in, right. and as you've, some of you have heard me talk about this year, uh, it's stock music. Is in the category of as little time as I can spend on it, uploading. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of libraries are not getting new music anymore. That last year didn't perform, and this year these will only get so much at a time. I can only afford to do so much per week. And now with Motion Array cutting so much uh, of their income, that has really that has even gone down. It was going to be like two and a half hours a week of of, of uploading and tagging and stuff. Yeah. Now that's down to an hour. Or, or so a week that I can afford to spend on it, you know? Yeah. So um the bigger news this week is I, I start teaching some uh, lessons. I'm I've started teaching around the Orlando area and I'm I'm also opening my um, a kind of a composition academy with my Hello Composers brand. Cool there's I've got two videos that I'm you know, sometimes well I don't know if you get as you don't get into editing as much as I do, but sometimes I do videos and I just like to edit them to death, you know, (laughs) and I spend, and I don't go through that thing. Oh, I got a release on Thursday. I got a release on Friday. I'll release anytime. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't found that any day is any different than any other uh, as far as how many views it gets or comments it gets or whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. I think I'm at a place with my channel where as long the content needs to be good. They even say that in YouTube stats when they say, oh, here's when your users are on here. And then below they go, this has shown no uh, having to do nothing with long-term success of the video, though. <laughs> it's just that's when your people are live maybe on, on YouTube. But Yeah, it, sometimes
1: um, it takes a long time for a video to pick up, too. Like I've had videos that just fell flat on release, and then they, they the algorithm just picked it up later. So
0: Sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine seem to go do right – the good ones do good right out of the gate. And – so I've got one uh, Hello Composers video that's going to be on that channel about modes. That's that's really fun, but I had to reshoot it, so it's taken a while to get it out. Um, and then another interview I did with Dan Barracuda about Spotify uh, oh, playlists nice. Nice. that he's been. Then we've all been waiting to see, including me. And uh, yeah. I was just, I'm still in the midst of, but that could be done really soon. I just got to go through and edit a bunch of stuff out so so what but, are you
1: uh what are you teaching you mentioned that you were teaching are you teaching piano or are you teaching composition like what's I'm, going on
0: lo- yes all of the above t- piano um composition music production okay uh, t- trombone beginning trombone because i'm a trombone player oh i didn't know that which may <laughs> cool. not you may not know i don't play it a know, lot know now but it's you know to help new trombonists i can help them oh you know, cool trombonists figure that out you, So, um, so
1: is this through uh like some kind of institution or it's is a it pri- company private? here in okay. town
0: that's it's in a it's a, it's in about 10 or 15 cities cool and they 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 send teachers to the homes of people and oh yeah it's cool. not cheap it's 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 higher in teaching and it's not bad pay and so um i i you know, it'll scratch the teaching itch until I get the the university job that I'm looking for after getting my master's. You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of a been a part, but I, I I think I might hold out and really wait till I can teach composition because that's what I'm that's what I did my master's in and that's what I'm most interested in and that's why I do the whole Hello Composers channel. And it might turn out that my channels turn out to be my teaching outlet. Who knows? Um, yeah. I got hired by Steve to create MIDI uh, tracks. <laughs> um, uh, I, I <laughs> also, uh, have uh, things going on trying to get into premium beat. I, I did a premium. When did you put your application in? Do you remember?
1: Three days ago.
0: Okay. So I put mine in like a week ago.
1: Oh, and you haven't heard and
0: back. I haven't heard back.
1: Huh? Um, well, maybe, that's probably a good thing.
0: Maybe. I don't know. But, um, Probably not. But I, I really went, I really researched that library, and this is what I think you have to do, folks, when you're trying to get in these libraries. I went through and I said, okay, of the stuff that I do, what are they lacking in? Yeah. And I went to piano stuff. I went to jazz stuff. I went to um, a few other things, folk stuff, and different things that I like to do. And I, I saw that their jazz side was kind of down, um, especially contemporary jazz. And when I say contemporary jazz, I mean almost on the – I've heard it described as lo-fi, but, you know, it used to be called acid jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used, um, mm-hmm. And I don't think lo-fi is acid jazz, personally. No, no, not exactly. I, I think jazz, acid jazz is jazzy. It has a jazz thing to it, but it has a strong R&B side to it. Yeah. And I can see how people would confuse the two. But a lot of my jazz group stuff lately has been more leaning into remixes and leaning into uh, beats and, and stuff along with these great Nashville Jazz players I have, and so my next album is going to be all about that. But cool. so cool. I I decided, and and that's my highest produced stuff. And premium beat stuff is pretty highly produced. Oh yeah, if you listen to it.
1: It's, it's all it's all good. It's all really good stuff. It
0: sounds all studio pro produced stuff. Yeah. And so I decided I'd have best chance if I went with my my highest produced stuff. So that's what I did. So we'll wait to hear from that. Like you, I am one. I'm getting ready to do identify. I have worked out worked it out with. Um, song Trader had some of my stuff in uh, inside of uh, that, and I've worked it out with them to get that out of oh, good. The, the system quickly. And so I'll be putting 70 to 100 songs up there. What is – one thing I wanted to ask you from putting this in and other people who want to put their stuff into Content ID through Identify, how long did it take you to do each song?
1: What do you mean? Like how long does it take it for the system to ingest it?
0: No, for you to put – you're inputting the song. What's the time per song?
1: Like how, the process. So you have to like, fill out a page of, st- of no, no, information no. <clears> about <throat> it. You just literally just yeah. You there's a bit of metadata like but uh, like the song title, um, the composer, Description you know, and, and text. And, and it's it literally takes me two two minutes, less than two minutes. That's you know, put. And the you have to do it a file song at a time. You no, know, you. I think you can bulk upload. I, th- I I'm not sure about the about that, but I th- I think you can do more than one. Um, I'm pretty sure that you can, yeah, if I I can take a look right now, but, uh, I won't, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can upload a bunch of stuff and filling out the actual data is, is just super fast and it accepts it right away. The, the, like the, the, I think the payout for, uh, is, is like, is delayed. It's like in the same way that like, you know, PROs are, there's like a, there's a delay, um, So I probably won't see any money for like uh, six to eight months, I think, from now uh, in the very earliest. But um, I can't remember exactly say, what the terms are. Because
0: they pay quarterly. So right. are they paying at the end of March for that quarter or are they paying for the quarter before that? Sounds it seems they like they'd be paying
1: they literally say all of that stuff. I just can't remember what it is right now. I don't want to okay. take up time looking it up, but we'll um, do
0: another episode about that because that's part of our journey in content ID, and we'll do it down the line a new once we both are in there and have that stuff going on. We'll have stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, sure. we're we're going to do a follow up, uh, a big follow up yeah. content ID uh, podcast pretty soon, maybe even the next one. So we'll we'll get back to that for sure.
0: Real quickly, I want to um, since we're talking about all the things today. I want to, before we get started, mention that I do have a new ebook that I put out on my last video called "50 Ways to Make Music Income," and uh, it, it's basically a way to build my email list and get people kind of ingested into the email system because I've got my course that I'm working on, and once that's ready, I'll want to have you know people to talk to about it. But um, it's a fun little, quick little. Uh, download and you can find that. I'll put that in the, in the show notes for this one on the podcast and in the, um, uh, in in the video too, totally free, just a free download. And, um, it's, it's just something I kind of put together, uh, from my perspective on a lot of things. So, and then my course I'm, I'm still working on, I've kind of got the ebook done but I'm also gonna release it out as a course. Let me ask you a question, f- and, and maybe people can comment on this who watch this, but would you be interested, or would people, or if you're listening or watching this, would you be interested in my course as in ebook form, or just should I put them together? Like one cost is 49 bucks and one cost is 19.99 or something like that, or, or should I just put them together and offer them both?
1: Like the, I'll ebook, tell you, the ebook and the video content together.
0: Do you say together?
1: Yeah. I think it's important for them to
0: have the ebook because it's got the links to where all the places that I'm talking about. And especially when, since this is about stock libraries, exactly. I want them going to have the page to go to, to begin working with that stock library. And, um, I think it's, while you could probably do that with a course, I think it's going to be nicer to have a an ebook that's well, also well. Like
1: if you if you package together, I mean, if you, I just mean if I was thinking if you package together like a video content course with the ebook as like a, a supplementary you know uh, piece of that course, that'd be a hell of a course. That'd be, yeah. that'd be a lot. I of think value. that's what I'm going to do.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm. That's what I've been planning to do. Well, let's move into today's content: the philosophy behind hashtag all. The music things. I talk about all the things that you should do to make music income, and I approach it in my videos in order to say you should be doing not only sync licensing. You should not. You should also be doing stock music. You should also be doing uh, putting your music up to Spotify. You should also be doing different things, uh, composing for live events, composing for clients, doing music production for clients. All these different things I talk about. Teaching, uh, that's an income. You could be working at a church uh, and getting music income uh, in some kind of role there. So I talk about that a lot on my channel. And some of the feedback that we've gotten is that they will say, you know, that's not the normal advice. The usual advice from books and things like that is you really need to focus on your one thing that you get really really good at Mm -hmm. so in in some circles there is something called jack of all trades master of none which means Mm -hmm. you can do a lot and i personally happen to think that the younger generation these of that let's say i don't even know what they're called what do you call 25 to 35 or or even 15 to 25 i think the younger generations that are out there now are are able to do a lot of things really well And the Mm -hmm. reason they are is because, unlike the older generations in front of them, they came up with all the tools, hashtag all the tools. (laughs) And they came up with computers and, 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 and daws and everything ready for them when they were ready to start creating at 12 mm-hmm. when you and I were ready to start creating at 12 some of that stuff didn't exist yeah you that's know, right. i the, the best thing i could do was record onto a reel to reel and bounce the track back and forth from left to right channel and all this hiss <laughs> and stuff accumulated and then i got i got to master that onto a cassette you know and you would just buy the nicest best hiss less hissless cassettes you could find
1: yeah so
0: i think that the younger generation is
1: cool so
0: (laughs) yeah now they're adding hiss back in which is for us for those of us who worked on tape we're like why there's a plug-in to create what we've been trying to get rid of for 40 (laughs) years all comes
1: full circle
0: (laughs) anyway um i my joke has always been that i've been um a jack of all trades and master of three and um what those three were would, would be whatever i said they were but Um, I, I do think from an income perspective, and this is where my, all the things, all the music things thing comes from. I'm not saying that you should only focus on writing for stock music. Heavens. No, you should not, or, or or writing for stock sync and all these kind of things. I, I just think that you can, whatever that one thing that you're really good at, or several things that you're really good at, can be used to work to get income from all those things. Mm-hmm. And that's my general premise of all the things personally. And maybe I'll have to do a video on this from my own channel, just for me,
1: but. Um, I think clarifying it like that is important. Because um, I think all the things could imply something different to to, to someone listening um, without clarification. and, and There's, you know, some someone brought up a good point in the discord, which is that, you know, all uh, all the things could be too many things um, and could mean spreading yourself too thin, uh, which is a perfectly reasonable, um, you know, argument to make. And you don't want to spread yourself too thin, of course, you know, like that's that's never the 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 goal. Um, But I think, like you said, I mean, these younger generation coming up is just kind of uh, almost like just. Better adapted to diversifying and and putting their you know energy into into multiple different things. It's just we we live in uh in this in this world where it, the multiple streams of income as an artist is just kind of like almost essential. I mean I don't know any full time artists who aren't kind of diversifying where they're making their money from. So I think it's a it's an important philosophy, but. Um, and maybe we can explore how that uh, philosophy applies to the actual, like on a musical level, like, you know, how uh, uh, the, the different types of music you're creating, because that's something that I think that a lot of stock composers struggle with. Um, but we can get to there. Uh, we can get to that. I, I think, you know, what you're what you're saying makes a lot of sense in terms of just, you know, finding income from multiple streams. It's just something that I do, we both do, and, and yeah. both, uh, you know, preach.
0: Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to find the actual comment. Someone had said, you know, you got to be careful with saying you should do all the things. Yeah. I, I here's how I look at it. I I do one thing mainly, and that is compose, mm-hmm. and that is what I try to be great at. So if um, I can do many other things, video editing, of course, and and anything to do with um, design and. Um, I've done computer animation. I have done, I know MIDI and everything real well. I know, um, keyboards and I talk about them on another channel. I, I, I know how to play the piano and I can teach piano. I'm going to do that today. I can teach, uh, how to play trombone and stuff like that. All that stuff is, are things that I can do, but composing is the only thing I want to do. It, it just so happens that there are outlets for composing in many places that I want to bring income from. Mm-hmm. So when I was thinking about this subject today, my answer is I really want to focus on one thing and that's creating. And, and now I also am an author and I've written a lot of stories. I've kind of that's that's been on the back burner for a while just because I've been so focused these past two years since I've been getting stuff into the libraries. And, and and composing is the first love. It's the love. It's the thing. That's what I spent the last four years getting a master's in. Mm-hmm. It's It's what I've been doing since I was 13 years old. It's how I identify. I mm-hmm. identify as a composer, the end. There's only one thing uh, as far as the way I identify as far as a creative is composing so in that in that respect there's not a lot of things but yeah. a, after being a composer and building up a catalog then the rest of my work is many ways of making income from that composition from stock libraries for sync libraries from spotify which is something we don't talk about enough and like you're putting our music and some of our people into this Spotify playlist, I think that's a genius idea, and that and, and that's going to be great. It's going to be good for all of us to have those plays and listens and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, it may springboard off this podcast where people can go right in and listen to that. Pot, those uh, all of our composers and stuff that are connected with us through the Discord and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, th- And then once you get into teaching, um, when I teach, I teach from a – I'll teach them how to play notes and read and all that kind of stuff, but I will also teach composition because that's what I do. That's the main love that I have. Um, And almost anything that I'm doing, whether it's doing a taxi brief, I'm composing because that's what I want to be doing is composing. Whether it's getting my stuff out to identify, that's just making more income from stuff I've already composed and have out there. So it all, for me, all the things drills down to one thing, composing
1: yeah I, I feel the same way. I, I, I identify as a composer um, and then everything trickles down from that. I, I think the all the things philosophy is is an interesting one and it's one I thought a lot about um, leading up to this podcast because uh, and it's and it's interesting the comment that was brought up uh, in the discord about the uh, about all the things being too many things. And you know, I often struggle with feeling like there's too much going on uh, for me because like I'm a composer and I'm also sort of like an entrepreneur in the sense that, like, I'm running this academy, I have this, like, you know, this uh, production music tools website, um, I, I'm trying to write, uh, you know, music for, for sync, I'm trying to write for stock, uh, uh and, you know, on top of that, there's the occasional gig that I have to pay attention to, like, you know, l- playing live, um, rehearsing for that, it just feels, I often feel overwhelmed, um, it, it's something I come up against a lot, and, um, I think sometimes I I do feel like I suffer from having too many things on the plate but my philosophy and this is how all the things kind of kind of applies to me is that I think that nothing ever really gets figured out unless you adopt a a sort of a spirit of of experimentation and um, I've always been really experimental not only in just the, the the music that I'm writing but with the kinds of things that I'm venturing out into doing now I can't um, the pro the downside of it is that I, I, I don't have a lot of time to, to focus on some things that I'd like. Uh, like for example, the MIDI packs is a perfect example. Like I don't have a lot of time for that, which is why I'm trying to, you know, farm it out and, and try to find people to help me, um, with it. Um, cause it's, I think it's an interesting venture, but it's just, you know, with all everything going on, um, it, it kind of falls lower on the list of priorities and that's, kind of the, the the whole point of what I'm trying to say here is, is like is that I, I'm adopted this philosophy of all the things um, trying to you know put you know effort into a lot of different ventures but we, we have to constantly reassess what is the most important thing at the end of the day and then allocate the right amount of time to pursue it uh, and and this is something that you talk about a lot with you know, in relation to how things have been going with stock music, um, it's like, okay, you know, Motion Array is going to pay us a lot less uh, for the payouts. That means that you have to reassess and uh, and, uh, and reconfigure what kind of time you're putting into into these types of things. So now maybe royalty free or, or stock composing um, is like a little bit lower on the list of priority uh, priorities for you, um, you know, and and that's the, that's the kind of the philosophy uh, that that's how it apl- all the things applies to me, you know, like I want to do a lot of things, um, but I'm going to concentrate on the things that are most meaningful um, to me and, and prior prioritize them in terms of like how much time I'm giving them.
0: Yeah. And I think an important distinction to make with what I'm saying and my channel make music income is all about income streams from music, not how much time we spend making music. In other words, I'm going to spend a lot of time making music all my whole life. I always have. I always will. And a lot of the music I create, I don't know which way it's going to go or where it's going to go when I make it. Some, I know that I'm making this particular album for a sync library that's exclusive and, and I'm focusing it there. Now that plans may change when that library that I created for says, no thanks. And I try Mm -hmm. some other libraries and they say, no thanks. And I go, okay, stock, here you go. But, yeah. my stock limitations basically are on my time uploading and my time tagging and my time because as you know w- you could spend as much time as you want on that putting them in as many libraries as you want to and and the our friend daniel at stock music licensing likes to say put everything everywhere and you could spend a lot of time and i know that a lot of the people that are in your discord people listening to this podcast people who are involved in stock licensing they do this they spend yeah, a lot are a ton, of time a ton
1: of libraries yeah
0: and and it takes a lot of time and like i said i just signed with six new stock libraries and all six of them have completely different ways to put the stuff up there some are super easy some are super complicated and some fall in between but all different so i can't I have to watch my time there. And so, yes, those are one of the things. That's a, that's all the libraries. Let's say you do all the stock libraries you could do. And I know there are people who are focused on that. If they're in stock, they're going to do every library they could do. Mm-hmm. Every one they could throw music into, they're going to throw music into. And yeah. that's, that's, a, that's some people just, you don't do that. I, but a lot of people do that. They, and I probably have, I'm probably up to about 20 libraries. I just don't, I've stopped feeding some of them. But still feed six to six to eight consistently. Well, you know, I just have to watch my time on that. But that's just one income stream. That's just one of the hashtag things. That's one of the all the things. And then another thing is the the sync stuff that I do. And then another thing is teaching things I do. And all those things are work related and time related, not focus who I am related. Or so I think. Yeah, and guess what? If you can only do the stock thing right now because you work a job, then that's all you should do. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if you're doing stock and you have total control over the stuff, you should also be doing Spotify. I don't see any reason why you shouldn't be playing this game that, where you're putting the, the the stuff up there and trying to get into playlists and at least getting your stuff out to, up to Spotify and a Spotify channel that can bring a stream. It doesn't take very long. If you're in something like distro Kid, it's like 20 bucks a year and you can put as many songs as you have up there. So if you have a hundred songs out on, um, on stock libraries, you should also have them up to Spotify. Every time you get a new song done, you put it up to the stock libraries and then you put it up to Spotify just like that. And that's right. I, I think everybody could be doing both those things. Those, well, there's two things, that's not all the things, but that's two things. Um, yeah. They could be make, releasing them in other ways to YouTube and making YouTube videos about them and stuff like that. They could be doing something like friends of ours, like I think, is it Lester who has his own site basically who is selling yeah. songs from his site and go through all that. And not everybody has that much time. It comes down to time,
1: really. It is. it is time management that's that's all that's what we're talking about here is time management um you see like there's only so much time in a day you know so it's it's like it's really important to like i'm i'm rethinking the strategy on a daily basis you know I'm waking up every morning like, what's what are the most important things for me to concentrate on today let's get them done you know um we may certain, have
0: to change our yeah go ahead
1: uh, yeah I'm just i you know every yeah every day is different for me, and you know i I have some things that are just gonna fall lower uh, on the list unfortunately, uh but I'd love to you know have infinite amount of time and just like kill them all, but it's just that's not the the reality that that we're living in
0: I think most of us do not use our time wisely I think most <clears throat> of us uh, yeah. I've had my own since I got done with school um and my master's, I've had every day all day on the weekdays and sometimes on the weekends to do all the things that I want to do. Now I'm getting ready to start doing some teaching. So that means I'm going to have to, if that happens like two or three afternoons a week, then I've got to really prioritize things in my early parts of my days, yeah. you know, and say, okay, now what stuff am I going to cut out? What stuff am I going to do? I'm going to have to really start hourly putting stuff. We may have to change uh, this podcast. Taping time, a uh, back an Am hour I... or something for some some things.
1: Yeah, because well, I'm, I'm just to... I'm just enjoying the, the time I have before I have a uh, you know I, I have a kid in the picture. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I don't know that'll if, change I have everything. Cu- yeah, exactly. I have a couple of friends who are like you know one friend in particular just had his second baby and his hands are tied, man. I mean, it's like he's got no no extra time. I'm sure a lot of the people listening probably um, are, are in sim- similar situations when you have a family to take care of. It's Um, and you, you, you would know what it's like too. It's just, I'm sure it's, 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 you know, everything, uh, has to get real tight with, with time management. Um, and I don't have that to worry about right now. So I still, you know, I feel like I I'm, I'm living in some kind of dream world, but that'll come to an end at some point for me.
0: (laughs) Get either a baby monitor that has some kind of indicator of when there's sound on it or a video uh, thing, so you can watch your kid right in front of your screen, and so you can work at night. My wife and I had a system because she was a morning person, I was a night person, so I always stayed up and did the late night feedings and things like that up until two or so, and then then I would sleep in, and she would do the morning stuff. And so, but I had a baby monitor right there watching the, the entire time as i was sitting here working on my computer and working on music i could see when she was making sounds i could see when she was getting trying to get up or whatever and then i would go in and, and take care of it
1: it's just that's a brilliant, brilliant thing. idea actually i should just score music to a video feed of my, my baby sleeping and i could just write uh, kids music and lullabies l- 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 b- from now on i scored my that, wife's
0: <laughs> i scored my wife's ultrasound we still have it <laughs> perfect <laughs> I literally you got a cut. head start
1: you got a head start on that
0: it, it wasn't a i didn't write it i just score i just wrote a piece to it and it was cool. uh one one hand one heart from west side story and i don't know if you know cool. that song but uh, when i saw the movie recently i went to see it with my daughter who's now 29 and i cried like a baby um Aww. anyway but <laughs> um so uh yeah i think that that's the key uh, and that's what this all boils down to is time management and and really that's what it all boil that's what it's always boiled down to everybody has two hours a day or an hour a day they can put towards something and and yeah. if you cut out tv and things that you just sit around doing wasting time um you could you could put it in there and some people aren't willing to give that up some people's like no i like totally video games for total hours at night
1: yeah it's it's hard to give up some of those things man it's really hard and and social social life i mean it's been easy as of the last two years And social <laughs>
0: media and tiktok and and social and, media yeah yeah
1: Scrolling the instagram
0: we haven't had our big social media episode yet but we're that's that's on my list of of things to talk about because i've well, i still, it I still about... haven't mastered
1: i still haven't mastered social media yet so let, let's wait until well No, it's not about.
0: uh, No one ever masters it because it changes every week, so you can't really master it. So I think it's worth talking about. From and it's part of this. It's you could include this in one of the things. You know, oh, am I going to be doing my Instagram and TikToks and YouTube videos and all this kind of stuff so that people know about my music? So it's promotion just becomes another thing. You know that you have to do, and that these are the things that weigh on people. And when I talk about it, and.
1: yeah, I, I, um, I wonder if we could like, maybe just briefly explore something else that weighs on people a lot, which is something that um, someone in the academy brought up uh, just recently. And I think this kind of applies to the all the things uh, philosophy, but in a more of a musical sense. And it's that I think, uh, and I think a lot of like stock composers or sync media composers would, um, would relate to this it's like a, sometimes it feels like a struggle. And I, I certainly went through this. It feels like a struggle to know, um, what, like whether you should be focusing in on like a specific genre or, or style rather than just kind of like creating, uh, all sorts of different types of music. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I'm actually often, uh, I, I think about this, this composing like conference summit that I went to like a few years back and they brought in these like, um. Professional film composers, and um, you know, from LA, a couple of them, a couple of them were pretty heavy hitters, and, uh, and 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 you know, it was like a three day thing, and it, it, a lot of these guys, they're a bit on the older side, you know, and the uh, the advice was like a resounding, like you should focus on, you should be known as the composer who does this thing, um, right? Like you should be the horror movie composer, or you should be the electronic guy. And all these guys had their their specific lanes, you know, like they all had their niches that they really exploited in in you know in a, in in a, in a way that's you know made them quite successful. Um, and it's given me a lot to think about because I think a lot of composers like myself who are interested in writing in so many different styles and genres struggle to um, to know whether they should be maybe focusing in on like one specific thing, but. I I really think that that's kind of like old guard thinking, and I've I always say that. I, I've always been just like interested in I can't help it, man. Like I like writing rock tracks as much as I like writing cinematic folk, hip hop, lofi. It, it all is interesting to me, and and like in terms of the stuff I'm going to put up on Spotify, like, I don't care. Go to my Spotify and look, it's good. There's like two film score soundtracks alongside two lo-fi albums. Like, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I just think that in this day and age, it's like, just be experimental, do whatever you want. And then when you get to a point where maybe a lot of people are listening, and you're establishing yourself for whatever reason, for whatever genre that you're working in, then maybe then that's a time to reassess and say, hey, like, you know, maybe I could brand myself a little bit more specifically. But I think until, Mm -hmm. until, you know, as a develop in a developmental phase, uh, as a composer, as a producer, I mean, just, I think just be experimental and see what works for you. Because, because without that philosophy of uh experimentation which is what all the things means to me personally um i don't think you you're ever going to find out what your actual sound or your 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 niche or your uh your brand actually is you have to like go and and figure that out and that just takes time and, and on that journey i think you should just adopt uh, a philosophy of experimentation i i
0: i'm closer to in age to the people you're talking about. And even I I can't be that guy. In other words, I have so many brands. And we've talked about fake artists and and making brands and things like that before. But yeah, I think in 20 years you're not going to see conferences like that with people like that. I don't think you're going to see, "Oh, that's the techno guy. That's the mm-hmm. the drop the, you know, whatever genre guy." I think I think people coming up like you, like me, uh, but and, and younger especially, are experimenting and able to do a lot of different styles now. It used to be different that um, uh, there used to be styles. Like in the 80s, there was a style. In the 70s, there was a style. In the 50s, there was a style. In the 90s. But in the 90s and 2000s, there, the styles started just being any style. And And the kids that are, the people that are making music now Were born in the '90s and the 2000s when styles weren't just a thing. You you, there was not a certain kind of jean you could wear. Mm -hmm. I went to the store yesterday to buy jeans. There's four thousand types of jeans. There's slim, straight, slim, regular, not slim, regular, straight. I mean, there's there's boot cut. There's like a billion kinds. But I can remember when only one kind was in in vogue, only straight or only. Only bell bottoms or right. whatever.
1: We're, we're living in a post everything world. I think so, and, and and I think that you like that applies to being a composer. Like the rules are, there's no rules anymore. You can Mm-mm. just do whatever you want, do whatever feels good, and the 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 path forward will will present itself to you. And and that's uh, that's always been my philosophy. And you know, I think there is some. And I'm not trying to trash the. Uh, the, the, the like you know the the benefit of being that the that person kind of brand right like if everyone knows you as being really good at one thing then you you're gonna probably get a lot of work doing that one thing, um, I I mean I think if you even if you, even if you look at like uh, some of the the biggest compo- like take Hans Zimmer for example he's known as like the epic score guy right, um, and I mean if you look back on his career I mean. The, the score to Dune is nothing like uh it is for true romance. I mean like true romance was like a t- like a totally different vibe. He was like a you know using a vibraphone for most of it. I was like it's like, mm-hmm. it's, like a t- it's not an epic score at all. I mean the guy was clearly willing to experiment with different styles and genres and and and, and just be and have fun with it. I, I mean he's he is what he is today um and, and he's known for a very specific type of sound. Um but that's not to say that I think on the way up You know, you you can you just mess around. I think actors deal with this issue too. Like, no one wants to be typecast too much. Um, You know, and and actors will obviously uh, sometimes turn down roles if they're always getting offered the same role because that that like dries up after after a certain amount of time. So um i don't know yeah. i think all the old rules just don't apply anymore i think and if you're
0: a band it might be different like uh but we've seen bands but not necessarily. that were one not way like they ra- evolved into something exactly
1: else. like take radiohead you know their kid a album was like this ambient electronic you know masterpiece and they were always known as like you know like as a rock band um and it worked out well for them i think it it, it can rub people the wrong way if it's not done um in in you know, if it's done carelessly, but I think that people uh, actually grow to appreciate you more if you can branch out. Relating this to stock music
0: and sync licensing and even brands, music brands that you might make and put out on Spotify, Mm -hmm. we don't live in the one thing anymore. In other words, you don't just make a, a, if I just put out music as Eric Copeland, it would be all over the place. There would not be a genre. There would be no genre because everything would be different. Same with you. If you just put everything out under your name, uh, you you were careful kind of with the art list stuff was a general
1: category, wouldn't you say? Kind of lo-fi and... Yeah, it's like cinematic lo-fi hip-hop, you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind so, of like the brand I'm I'm trying to, to do. It's like cinematic. So so like I think that lo-fi, cinematic lo-fi can live alongside the soundtracks for some of my film on my spotify um but that's that's just me some people might think about that differently and say no no no, i need a different i need a different name for uh, and a separate spotify account for that for my film score music but i don't know that's just me and and like but but see i have a solo piano brand that does that, that is a pretty
0: far away from the jazz stuff that i do that is even slightly different than some upright bass and piano trio stuff that I do. It's more traditional right. or or more trio sounding than the pop forward moot contemporary jazz slash EDM almost stuff, yeah. And, but then oh, there's a ton of stuff that, and then I have a bunch of folk stuff I've started doing that doesn't fit in any of those categories. Right, so right. Well, I've broken those all out into different brands. Yeah, personally.
1: And, and I think that's that's a that's a totally perfectly fine approach. I'm not trying to t- dissuade anybody from from taking that approach. If you can't connect uh, any any sort of thread between like this the the things that you're putting on, like you're tacking onto one brand, then it gets confusing like for people. Right. So there has to be some kind of connecting point. Um, For me, I think that there's enough of a connecting point between the, between like some of the, the, you know, the cinematic film scoring and the cinematic lo-fi. It's enough that I'm comfortable with it being under the same brand, but totally understand. Like I wouldn't put some of my, you know, like, I don't know, maybe my like kids or like comedy, you know, tracks under or rock stuff, maybe maybe too. Yeah. It just, it's just not enough connection there. Um, But, but yeah, I see, I like, I I see what you're doing with your different brands. And I think that makes sense. It's you you don't have
0: to do that. No, it's just that
1: you can do that. There's options. You can go either which way you want to.
0: You can wear whatever you want to wear. You can be whatever you want to be. We're a very, like you said, I love that post. We're post all the things, uh, a society, you know, or or post one thing, post one society. yeah. Yeah. And you see this happening. I've noticed this happening on YouTube an awful lot. And we also, we know, uh people that have YouTube channels and decide to to change what their focus is in their That's YouTube right. channel I just watched a youtuber that I've been following for years she she kind of got into it as a, um, a, a a blogger and then she found out that she could just get a million views <laughs> with her YouTube channel and she became a YouTube channel talking about YouTube because she had success with YouTube. And so she, it's a little like make music income, but I designed it for that way from the start. But, and she just came out this year and said, all right, after all these years of really doing YouTube videos, I've decided I'm going to do just anything I want. And I'm going to just do, if I feel like talking about this today, I'm going to talk about this. And, and I watched a photographer do that recently who has 300 million subscribers or something crazy like that. He's a very well-known photographer. And he said, you know, my next year all my videos are just going to be all over the place and you're just going to deal with it. So I think we all evolve out of that thing. Now, Make Music Income and probably your music production academy, those things likely won't evolve fast. In other words, they are there to be a specific thing for people you know
1: well they are like i mean and it's it's interesting how even we kind of differ on uh, in terms of like where we draw the line and uh for how many things live under the banner of our of our youtube channels like you've separated hello composers from mm-hmm. make music income which i think is a is totally uh you know makes sense um uh for you know for me i'm t- i'm doing production tutorials but i'm also talking about like you know income related stuff all under Mm -hmm. you know the the roof of one channel and there's an argument to be made for separating those and there's an argument to be made for having it all live under one channel and and um i think it's it's subjective to 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 some point but i think that there's a there's enough of a thread between the different you know topics that i uh, that i chat about on youtube that i feel like they can all live under one roof but uh
0: it's also different for me because I've been working with 20 to 30 brands at a time for 20 years. You know, I, I've been, my job has been working for artists who have their own brand. And each one is a unique, different brand and different genre and different audience and different everything. So for right. me, multiple brands at a time is is normal. For some people who hear all the things and, all the, and think of what I'm doing with all these brands, they're going to think more like you. I think I'll just keep everything under one roof. It's easier for me, um, and and I, I I get that, and I it's my this is my experience, and your experience is going to be different. So, but I do think that what I'm talking about in all the things on my Make Music Income channel, including this podcast, is not that you should be a going out and doing gigs guy. That you should be um, in sync, and you have to be in stock, and you have to be in Spotify and you, you don't have to be in all those things, in all the things. But it if you're able to be in as many things as possible to bring incomes back to you, that's that's how you're going to make a full time music life. And those of us who live a full time music life certainly don't make that in full time income from one thing.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean and if you are making like a full time income from one thing, I think you I think it's a vulnerable spot. I think you're in a vulnerable place, um, and that's it's like something- Tom
0: talked about. He said, if if one of my income streams goes down, and he's got five or six equal income streams, if one goes down, he's still got four four or five other ones that are there to bring income that month. And and we're all like that. Yeah, Motion Array went down, and for some people who only did stock music, and that's all they did, and Motion Array was like one of five libraries they fed, they are crippled right now because exactly. man, now most of those people if that's what they were living off of uh, they they had another job or probably they had to have had another job but if all they were but, living off was yeah. motion array they are super crippled right now yeah and, it's just that's uh,
1: that's just that's to be insanely difficult to 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 deal with that if that was your like you know your main source of income i mean it's you're. i mean look at look at all the the folks that that you know lost a huge chunk of their income when COVID hit. That were in the uh, performing yeah. industry. I mean, I have so many friends here, in Vancouver, that just, man, just devastating, devastating. I mean, like we were lucky that we had some, some help from the government here, um, and and that <laughs> that doesn't exist in a lot of places in the world. So,
0: so to start to wrap this up, I think the 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 philosophy is that it's it's going to have to be all the music things that you can handle that makes sense for you and that might be a few things and that and for others of us it might be a lot of things mm-hmm. and i think you'll find in your career as you as you um we have a lot of new creators for that follow us a, a lot of new people who say i've just picked this up i'm just starting to make music and and put it in to stock libraries and and yeah how do i do this you know for them when they look at that they go oh how could I do more than this plus my job? Because they've got another job, most likely. But, and I would have thought that too when I was 26 years old and I had a, you know, I had just gotten married and then we had a baby and I could do whatever I could do as long as it was after like 10 o'clock at night, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to be doing other things. But I had a day gig, I had a day computer job, mm-hmm. you know, a, a corporate job. So mm-hmm. um, it, it, it made less sense then than it does now since the last 21 years all i've done is is make music uh, income from a variety of sources and so for me that's that's the thing and, and and the reason i just say this is that so many people tell me on a daily basis their dream is to only do music for a living but you need to know if that's the way it is that means that you're going to likely have to juggle a lot of jobs and you're going to have to have great time management and you're going to have to have the understanding of your spouse and you're going to or or whoever and you're going to have to to you know put everything in its place to do that because that's what it takes to survive in this kind of life that's right from my perspective yeah yeah i couldn't and, agree more and this whole video uh, channel, uh, this podcast is just Steve and I's perspective on all these things. We're not saying this is the right thing, this is the only thing, and always, and yeah, always dis- just, dis- know, disagreeing it's, it's is great, you know, with to, to have conversation, and that's what our Discord's all about. You can find a link to that below in the show notes or the description, and that's growing, continues to grow, and boy. Yeah, you know, I've had, it, there's been so much going on in there. I couldn't even keep track of I, it yesterday. I
1: can't, I can't keep up anymore. It's crazy. Um It's amazing how much it's, it's exploded. Uh, largely, you know, thanks to, you know, thanks to you. And once I kind of handed it over to you, it's just, it's just in, insane the amount of growth that it's seen. Um And we're learning so much from it. I mean, it's like, and, and like, yeah, to reiterate what you were saying before, it's like, if we're wrong, or if you have it, you know, an, an opinion that goes against some of the stuff that we're, we're talking about here. You got to let us know. I mean, it's like, that's how it was with content ID. Right. I mean, we kind of just had this like preconceived notion about content ID until someone came into the discord and was like, Hey, by the way, you know, like I'm making, I think and they have made a really strong case for it so much so that we're both um, you know, we both kind of completely 180 eighty'd on that. So there you go. I mean, we're open to uh, we're open to having discussions and, and to, and to, you know, thinking and looking at things in, in, in a different way. Um, but where... Content ID
0: is just another one of the things. It's it's another thing that yeah. you have to juggle and you have to make time to do and you have to keep up with. But now, it's a reactionary type of thing. Motion Array drops how much it pays. We need to make that up somewhere. So mm-hmm. that's why we're gonna look for other libraries. That's why we're gonna look for Content ID money and, and try to try to bring that back up. And. Right. We still likely, if someone had said we made they made eight thousand dollars on on content ID, even if motion array had not changed, we probably would still be like, okay, we got to get in on that. But at yeah. the same time, uh, with the whole motion array change, it was just an obvious change that we had to make. And now a lot of people are rethinking it and signing up. Our Discord's full of people who are signing up. Identify is probably getting a lot of business from us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right now. <laughs> totally. Um, so,
1: yeah, I think even uh, Daniel. Uh, Stock from Stock Music Licensing is is thinking about it too. Is it? Good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (sighs) by the way, I think uh, you you can't collect on stuff retroactively retroactively. That's something you cannot. Only only stuff they go out and Uh, find now. Only the second they find it, that's when they start clocking uh, the income. So uh, they don't take into account previous uh, watch time or, or views. Okay. All right. Unfortunately, well, we, otherwise we maybe I would have gotten a nice little fat check. <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's like sound, it's like too bad it's not like SoundExchange, which was holding money the whole time uh, for me, you yeah. know, and, and had yeah, a nice yeah. big fat check that came in right away. Right. Um, well, that should wrap up this episode. If you are, are listening to this, we are also on YouTube. Make sure to catch us there. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to catch this in your car, you can. Uh, we're on Spotify and we're on Apple Podcasts, all over the place. We're on different places, and you can also catch it in the link below um, if you want to go over to watch it on on wherever we are on on online. So, just catch the podcast, watch our videos, and um, we're going to continue talking about lots of things. Uh, that's just what we do. We're trying to give you the best information on ways that you can make music income from whatever you're trying to do. And, and don't worry, we're, we're going to be getting into other things as this thing progresses than just stock licensing. Um, stock licensing, I think is something we'll always talk about just because there are a lot of people interested in it and, uh, uh, sync licensing as well. And we'll probably be leaning a little bit more into sync as, as Steve gets more into it. And as I have, uh, more experiences with getting paid from it this year and things like that, but there's lots of other things. I want to talk about teaching more. I want to talk about gigging more. We uh, there's a lot of musicians, including you, Steve, that, you know, when this summer comes up, it's going to be about uh, getting back out there. And yeah,
1: um, yeah, I already got I mean, like a few few gigs uh, on the books for the for the summer too, so it's exciting. And and, and talk, we'll about talk about music producing. I think. Yeah.
0: that There are lots of jobs out there for music producers that uh, we. Ne- I don't think we're really getting nearly all the pure music producers who make their livings and make, their, make a good income from being music producers in here. And so mm-hmm. I want to get more of those guys that aren't worried about any licensing. They don't even do that because they're so busy with clients and mixing and all that kind of stuff. So since we both have so much experience, I'd love to get more of those people in here. So stay with us. Totally. We're going to totally. talk about... We're going to talk about a lot more things. <laughs> and, <So. laughs> and, if you're,
1: and if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, as always, like throw throw your comments. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, Absolutely. Whether that's just dropping in to say hello or whether you have suggestions for future topics, um, whether you want to add to the conversation that we're already having. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So, um, yeah, hit us up. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. And we'll talk to you guys next time yeah see you guys soon thank you so much for listening guys we really appreciate it just a reminder to check out Makemusicincome.com and production music academy.com and you can find us both on youtube as well we both post regular content there you can find me at stevie b production music academy and eric's channel is called make music income we'd love to see you there feel free to like share and subscribe to our content also feel free to join us in the make music income discord server Lots of great conversation going on in there and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.